It's Sunday afternoon, and the band Nuevo Amanecer is doing a sound check. They're preparing for the four o'clock prayer meeting here at Our Lady of Guadalupe. All 10 of the guys in the band are from Guatemala. They say that New Bedford can be a violent place for new immigrants. In fact, Diego, the drummer, has a red gash on his right cheek to prove it. One of the band members translated. Diego didn't want to give his last name because of his immigration status. He said that recently someone jumped Diego from behind and took the $500 he had in his pocket, but he didn't report it to the police. Diego says that the police don't care because he's an immigrant. He didn't see the point in reporting. Diego's not alone. Most Central Americans in New Bedford come from countries where they don't trust the police. There's a lot of issues to unpack here. That's Corinne Williams of the Community Economic Development Center. Immigrants might be coming from a country where police officers were not their friends and uh, that there's a basic mistrust. Williams also thinks immigrants struggle to communicate with the police in English. There's a lot of confusion about how it all works and how the immigrant community can communicate to the police department and vice versa. And then there's the fear of being deported. The police department says that some immigrants won't report crimes, even violent crimes like Diego's mugging, because of their immigration status. And the police say that's frustrating. On the same Sunday as the band practice, there's another meeting across the churchyard in the rectory. Police Lieutenant Scott Carolla is meeting with a small group of parishioners, union organizers, and community activists about violence in the precinct. Just because somebody is a victim of a crime doesn't necessarily mean that they'll report it. But they might tell their friend, they might tell their neighbor, and their friends and their neighbors will come to a meeting like this, and then we have an opportunity to know what's going on. What we do today to make people feel safer in these communities will prevent problems in the future. The meeting is mostly in Spanish, so Father Richard Wilson translates for Officer Carolla. Okay, so he's talking about the pedestrian bridge over Route 18. Mm -hmm. uh, Father Wilson says the police are here to help, but it's hard to get the message out to the larger community. 250 Hispanics go to mass here. There are 15,000 in the city, so we need to keep on pressing the word because it's not like they're all hearing what we're hearing. Meetings like this are part of a bigger strategy to win community trust. The police have tried using translation services by phone. But over at the police headquarters, a handful of officers try another solution, learning Spanish. Uh, break it up. Disperse. 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 But even if you don't get that up, Once a week, a police captain, sergeant, and lieutenant attend a class taught by Father Wilson. Face the wall, cara la pared. The class uses quick Spanish for law enforcement as their textbook. Today's lesson starts with medical terms and moves on to commands. Back, atrás. Everybody back, todos atrás. Officer Cordero is the son of Portuguese immigrants. He knows it's important to be able to speak English in the United States, but that's easier said than done. I understand the barriers, but what I tell folks uh, that bring that up to me is, just, can you imagine uh, relocating their family to China and trying to operate and learn Chinese overnight and function? It'd be a very difficult task. So sometimes we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes. This is just what New Bedford's police chief, David Preventure, is trying to help his department do. For instance, he made sure that the department hired several Spanish-speaking officers. Everything you can do to break down that distrust and generate an atmosphere or a climate that supports that the police are there to help, not only enforce the laws, but to help them uh, if they're victimized, and that the police are a resource for them 
to utilize, not to avoid at any cost. That, that, that's a good thing. And to overcome generations of fear, uh, it's a difficult thing. The police department has been trying to repair community relations ever since a high-profile immigration raid in 2007. 600 federal agents arrested 361 people working in a local factory. The New Bedford police provided some support, like directing traffic around closed streets. As a result, the immigrant community often sees the police as a threat. People are afraid. That's Maria Inez Ayala. She's one of the people apprehended in the 2007 raid. Corinne Williams translates. Yeah, even though um, the police department here says that they're not going to do anything about someone's immigration status, people are still afraid. Ayala thinks that's the main reason that many immigrants don't want to interact with the police. To dispel that fear, she comes to community meetings with police to help change things. Well, we, we want to um, work on issues to improve the community, um, to see what's, what's going on and, and have the opportunity to make positive changes in the community. The police want to work with community members like Ayala to stop violent crime. But in 2013, these efforts may be challenged. The federal government plans to force local police to link their computer system with the National Immigration Database. In effect, the federal government wants to get in the middle of this developing relationship in New Bedford. Police Chief Preventure is skeptical. On a local level, I think there are a lot of us who would say, I'm just not interested in the immigration status of someone who is not involved in serious crime. That's a federal issue. My deal is I want to increase public safety, reduce fear in the neighborhoods, increase the quality of life for everybody that's living here. From New Bedford, Massachusetts, I'm Will Coley.